Good evening, everybody. Let's, uh, let's begin with just a, a word of prayer. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity to gather here this evening. Uh, Lord, help us to rest our hearts from, Lord, maybe what was a long week or a long day, that we would turn our attention to you tonight. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Uh, so tonight we're going to this journey together uh, with Christ in his final moments on earth. And we're going to begin at the, the Last Supper and we'll take communion together. Uh, and we will uh, end at the, uh, at the cross. Uh, Monday Thursday, it's a, kind of a strange word. I don't know if you know what it means. It's actually from um, a Latin word meaning mandate or command. Uh, and it's a, it's a shorthand way to refer back to uh, a command from Jesus that Jesus gave his disciples during the Last Supper. And uh, that command is recorded in John chapter 13. Um, Jesus says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And so it was a Thursday night that Jesus and the disciples were gathered together for the Last Supper. Uh, and during this meal, Jesus was trying to prepare his disciples for his death. Uh, and I'm sure that um, at the cross, when Jesus died, his disciples felt all but prepared. Um, so we're going to take communion, like I said, in a moment. But before we do that, I just I want to read some passage from for you from the, the Last Supper, and just so we can take a moment and kind of imagine what it would be like there sitting in that room that night with Jesus. And this is from Luke chapter 22. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with mine on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, the kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who exercised authority over them called themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table, or the one who serves? Is not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves." You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer to you a kingdom just as my father conferred one to me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Let's pray. 
God of power and mercy, in love you sent your son that we might be cleansed of sin and live with you forever. Bless us as we gather to reflect on his sufferings and death, and may we learn from his example the way we should live. And Lord, tonight we acknowledge our weaknesses, we celebrate your grace, and we remember the death of our Lord Jesus. And tonight we ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit on us as we're gathered here and on these elements, that in them we would encounter the bruised body and the spilt blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. And we ask this in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. Jesus had given thanks and broke the bread, giving it to his disciples, saying, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ broken for you, preserve you blameless unto everlasting life. Eat this in remembrance that Christ died for you. Take and eat. Likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, gave thanks, and he gave it to them saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. The blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you, preserve you blameless unto everlasting life. Drink this in remembrance that Christ died for you. Take and drink.
After supper, Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. 
Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you mean keep watch for me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Jesus replied, Do what you came for, friend. Then the men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. From Mark 14, the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they did not find any. Many testified falsely against him, but their testimonies did not agree. Then some stood up and gave false testimony against him. We've heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another not made with human hands. Yet even then their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, are you not going to answer? What is this testimony these men bring against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priests asked him, are you the Messiah, son of the blessed one? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses, he asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What have you think? They all condemned him, worthy of death. Oh 
Jesus died my soul to save, my lips shall still repeat, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe, sin had left a crimson stain, he Matthew 26. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath, I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? You have said so, Jesus replied. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate asked him, don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even, a single, a not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff, struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. 
Pilate said to the chief priests, Take him yourselves and crucify him. I find no guilt in him. They cried out, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. <clears throat> Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priests answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and carrying the cross himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, in Hebrew, Golgotha. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and he put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, blessed are the childless women, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, fall on us and to the hills cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry?
Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he's God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, <coughs> since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember we when you come into your kingdom Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise.
John 19, 25 to 42. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there. So they soaked a sponge in it and put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath. They asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. Soldiers, therefore, came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus and then those of the other. When they came to Jesus, they found he was already dead. They did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes and about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with the Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden was uh, in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid, because it was the Jewish day of preparation. And since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the movie of the Passion. Um, I've seen it. I recommend that you see it. 
Um, you may want some tissues. It's a little violent. I will tell you that when I watched it, it became real. The thing that affected me was the beatings. The beatings. And I realized it was for me. It was for me. It was for me. It was for you. It was for you. It was for you. This Lenten season, the Christian season of Lent, where we prepare for our, for our Easter. I'm wearing a shirt that says hope, but we celebrate our hope on Sunday, on resurrection. Sunday. Right now, as we go into Good Friday, we remember the price that Jesus paid. We let it affect us the gravity of our God loving us so much. And right now, we're going to have a time where we're going to invite you, all of you, to come to the altar rail and take a moment to talk to your God. If your knees don't work that well, that's okay. Come on and have a seat in the front row. The thing is, sometimes we need to make ourselves a little vulnerable get out of our comfortable space and do some business with our God. Mike is going to play softly and we're going to have a time of prayer. And I'd invite everybody, even if you're too deep, take a moment, find a spot at the altar, do some business with your God. And when Jim thinks we're done, he'll start our closing song.
Never wanna leave. 
Lord, we come before you tonight. We present ourselves to you as your people. And Lord, we pray that our lives would bring honor and bring glory to you. Lord, may we reflect on your life, your death. May we reflect on the cross, Lord, and begin to see, begin to understand that the the way of the cross, the way of humility, the way of self-sacrifice is the way that you've called us to live. That it's the way of life, that it's the way to victory. Lord, I pray that this this night, Lord, the the events that we read and we, we, we reflected on would take hold of our hearts, Lord. What would awaken our imagination to you. Lord, that you'd be honored with our whole lives. Lord Jesus Christ, your passion and death is a sacrifice that unites earth and heaven and reconciles all people to you. May we who have faithfully reflected on these mysteries follow in your steps and so come to share your glory in heaven where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Go this evening in peace and in reverent reflection of the things that you have seen and heard. Amen. I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry when I just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. Open up my heart to Just one.